welcome to the Loyal Locals podcast. My name is Jerry Jimenez. What's going on, Drew? Not much, dude. Just another Tuesday. Not just another Tuesday. We got some exciting stuff going on today. We have some exciting stuff. We're gonna we're gonna like we're gonna push away the bad vibes of that one zero loss. We're gonna talk about it. Don't worry, everybody. We're gonna talk about it. But we have some other really fun stuff happening. Some sweet stuff for your ears to wash out what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, talking about washing down. I'm just gonna start drinking real quick. Yeah, Actually, I haven't stopped drinking since like Thursday of two weeks ago when we lost four one. But that's just me, maybe. It's been one foggy, uh, one foggy L. No points. Still at zero points. Ah, and, uh, man. Yeah. Just drinking, drinking our way through it. That's kind of the way we go as supporters here. You got to just kind of find a way through uh, when your team's not winning. But uh, we'll, we'll get to it. But what yeah, are you drinking, Jerry? I, you know, first of all, I should probably, you know. Uh, address the elephant in the room or the elephant not in the room the, the great uh, the great elephant uh the the great, the great president i'm sorry <clears throat> uh is not here today he's not going to be joining us he's in arizona and his computer just like crapped out on him or something so i guess yeah he, he said he was hacked i think um by was from by the aliens. i thought i heard he was hacked that's what by I the zonies in arizona by the banditos so not, I'm not spreading any rumors. I'm just saying that's a by, thing. By the way, um, what's the name of this band, Drew? Uh, Bucko9. And uh, they started following us on Instagram, and now I'm worried that Which we're going to cease and desist. But yeah, it is. Whenever you have an artist uh, intertwined with it, <laughs> we, did not, uh, we, are in, we are a volunteer organization. We are a nonprofit. We seek no money from any of this, by the way. So yeah, thank you. That, we, they can come and cease and desist our zero dollars that we if, if, if you guys, uh, if you are the one that ratted us out to Buckle Nine, uh, thank you because they're following us now on, uh, on Instagram. Hopefully they're cool with it. We I hope. Uh, talking about cool bands, though, we do have an amazing guest today, and we're going to be premiering a song. For the first time ever on this podcast, uh, and I'm very, very excited. So let's bring him on because we're just kind of just listening right now and waiting for us to bring him on. So uh, the gents, two of them, Gavin and Sulo from Authentic Sellout. What's up, gents? How are you guys? Hey, what's up? Oi, 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 oi! Look at that. They're already killing it with the t-shirt game. Oh, by the way, I need to show off. Like all of us are wearing black tees with different things. I don't know if you guys. No, but that, that was a memo for all of you like actually watching live right now. You're supposed to wear a black t-shirt with something on it. So Gavin's wearing the Smiths. Uh, you see the, the that's a, I mean, it's technically supposed to be Fight Club, but that doesn't say Fight Club, actually, now that I look at it. So what does that say? It says the Boxing Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a gym I'm a member at. So they're like, what all-time favorite movie is uh, Fight Club. So they came out with this like parody shirt um, a Dude, couple years it. ago. And I, I love it. Yeah. It's I like it. I was, the was back is the best part. <laughs> the back what says, uh, can you see the back of the shirt? Uh, is it something we'll sweat? Straighten your Roll back up. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You will sweat. Rule number you one. See, see rule, oh, rule number two. See rule number one. <laughs> like it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then Drew's wearing our, our locals, uh, our locals, yeah, locals rainbow tea, yeah. And now I have to show up. It's comfortable. It's I have so to comfortable. show up mine because uh, I just got it in the mail, and I'm kind of like late to the party, yeah. but my shirt's freaking awesome. Check it out. It says 
more females, yeah. black, Latinx, indigenous, Asian, and LGBTQ plus voices in sports. Right. So um, we're all about inclusivity here and, and bringing everybody in and making sure that everybody feels like you have, uh, you know, a say in a part of this. You're all part of the family. So, yeah, it's it's a. It's cool, Drew. We didn't like plan on doing that, dude. That's good. No, we, it's, it's just sometimes it's what's in the air, you know. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you're on the same wavelength, you know, with a band or whatever. It's like we've all played together, you know. We have a so many jam sessions Thank here as a foursome that we're so in sync. We just wore the same shirt at this point. <laughs> so I should probably you guys jumped on, you know, twenty minutes before. But it's always fun when you have a coordination going on. So it's it's fun. Uh, you know what? I'm actually I should probably warn Sulu and Gavin. So Drew has this thing called Drew trademark, uh, where he just somehow finds a way to um anyways you know what you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hear the druisms you'll you'll hear the druisms today as we go through um but we're excited to have you guys and uh we're gonna be premiering a song that's amazing uh by you guys and we're gonna chat about it as well um but i know sulo is gonna be uh, a little newer to the club but we're gonna get him in the stance um and now that we know that he's part of a boxing uh club we know that he's going to have our backs, and uh, we're just going to leave it out to Sula to get into fights with the other teams. Gavin did his uh, homework, too, so he's been watching the matches. And actually, I think, Gavin, you're, uh, you're a member now, right? Man, I yeah, I'm a member of everything. When it comes to this sport, this is my life. If I were to do it over again. I, I wouldn't even play the drums. I just play football. Yeah. I, yeah. No, so many of us. And yeah. as we go through, you're going to see some comments down at the bottom. People are uh, messaging us uh, to all of you that are watching live right now. Thank you guys for joining us. We see you. Um, leave us questions, uh, comments, anything like that uh, as we go through. We love it. What does it say? Don't worry, Les Chivas. I don't know if you sent the six when you played in Toluca's before. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll get to that eventually. Um, mm. Two Buzz and a Mic is another podcast. Uh, Vicente Sanchez scored the lone goal for RGV to beat San Diego Loyal um, over this past uh, game on last yeah. year. So it was it was a sick header, man. <laughs> it was, and you know what? Is it was a defensive fault of ours. So you know it is what it is. Drew, what are you drinking, man? I'm having uh, actually something kind of different—a brandy Manhattan. That's what I'm having. What? Oh gosh. Yeah, I know. I just, it's what I had in the liquor cabinet. So I was like, why not? Some sweet vermouth, some brandy. <laughs> I feel so unprepared. <laughs> I, got a beer. I got a beer next to it here. That's what, that's what I'll switch. Here's the leftover beer I had from last week, which wasn't as exciting. So I figured I'd make myself something more exciting. Talking about being unprepared, I'm already like halfway done with my uh, arrogant bastard by stone. So um, at some point, I'm going to go back to that fridge over there. <laughs> stone. So. It is what it is. Gavin Sulo, are you guys drinking anything today? You're just hanging out. Just hanging I'm out, like, man. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. H2O hey. is great too. H2O is yeah. good. Yeah, no, no judgment. <laughs> yeah. You need both to make the show happen, to be honest. I should probably be drinking more water than I do. But there's water and beer. So it is what there it is. There is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cereal in a can, right? That's right. Um, so we were hanging out at uh at second chance for our last game, uh, making some noise with Chavos Eloyo. So shout out to those guys. Uh, and we were having a beer called Fluffy Tangerine Clouds by Second oh, Chance. So good. so good, Nick. I'm jealous that you actually bought some of that. 
and take it with you. But uh, that that's it's an awesome beer. If you guys ever get a chance to go out there, uh, grab that. Also, here's a quick picture of us there. Oh, yeah. We're hanging out, banging the drums and making everybody. Even back to the left of Jerry, there's also there's drums. There's you know, it's we had we had everybody not standing like that the whole game. Don't worry. Uh, this is just <laughs> for the photo. So it wasn't that crammed, but uh, it was nice. It was really nice. The second chance they do have tasting rooms, too, in uh, Mission Hills now and in uh, North Park. So they do have those options for you if you ever want to pick up some fluffy tangerine clouds, which is quickly becoming one of my favorite beers. It's just super drinkable and it's a, it's higher ABV than you'd think for just being tasting like fluffy tangerine clouds. Yeah, well, it's super, yeah. super good. Um, so, yeah, let's get into this. So San Diego Loyal drops a game against RGV. I mean, that was a heartbreaker at some point. I think Gavin, you were mentioning it, right? Like at, at what point you asked us, <laughs> did you feel yeah. like, let's just get, let's just get that one point. Um, and yeah. what's funny is we had, uh, we have Alan over at, uh, the Fairweather podcast. He said, Rio Grande Valley FC, they play at HEB park. And for whatever reason, HEB park is a place where you go and weird things happen. Sure enough. I mean, 87th minute goal by 41-year-old Vicente Sanchez. I mean, at what point did you, Gavin, actually, I'm going to throw it right back at you. At what point were you like, yeah, we just need to get a point out of, out of well, this? Well, here's the thing. I was, and I hope my boss isn't listening, I was at my, at my job watching on my computer at work. Instead <laughs> of actually working. And we get through second half. De defensively, they're tied. Possession, they're a few points off, you know, 51 or 48 or something like that. So about the 70th minute, 75th minute, I'm going, all right, you know what? I'll take a draw. Give me the point. Just get a point on the board, you know? And as time ticks on, I'm feeling more and more confident. And then one of my age group peers laces that header into the net. And I'm <laughs> – anyway, uh, I had kind of – said something I shouldn't have in my office because it was <laughs> unexpected. It was, it was the, uh, anyway, it was like Aguero missing that PK a couple of days ago. <laughs> you know? Oh, dude. Okay. And we'll talk about, yes. And we'll talk about that too, because we want to get into a little bit of your soccer uh, culture, but, or into your soccer background, because you've actually been to England and you support Manchester city on um, which we have a lot of people. Notice how I struggle because I'm a Manchester United fan. Um, but we have a few people actually in the locals that, that support Man City. Uh, mm -hmm. so to kind of go through the, the lineup really quick, Trey Muse, of course, of course, in the back. We had Jack <laughs> on the right, Thomas Pizzilli, Joshua Yaro making a start again with Salzizo this time coming in as a left back. Um, and then we had Charlie uh, Atten, Colin Martin. Yeah, in the right, uh, Alejandro Guido. Elijah Martin playing a weird position for, for him. <laughs> a good one. And then Corey Hurt up front. Uh, not quite the lineup that we saw in the first game. <laughs> what was your initial reaction to this lineup? Like, what were you thinking um, as far as the change going into the game? Not, not how it ended up at the end. Uh, were you like, okay, I, I kind of like these chains. How, how did you feel about it? I kind of felt the same frustration as whoever's dog is going on right now. <laughs> it's like same same idea, you know, like <laughs> just like it's the same noises. You're good, but it's it's the locals. We bum is welcome here. Yeah, Every, we got a dog. Dogs are, <laughs> dogs are welcome on the pod. There you go, perfect. 
He's he's yeah. not happy with the way that lo- that the. I'm load- gonna babysit one of those for a month here coming up soon. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, have fun. I got one that doesn't do that, and he he taught mine to uh, to bark. Well, <laughs> this is what's going on over here. Oh, you're having a whole animal <laughs> planet situation. So this is where we are a podcast, but this is why you join us on YouTube is because you can get some animal planet action. <laughs> oh, it's your, your, your soccer digest. Oh, this is the most exciting thing we've had oh, on the show in a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I, loss. but yeah, I feel like he does. You know, like uh, what were none of the changes seem to unlock what we wanted, which was the chances, the chance creation. Elijah had the shots on target, but they were right mm-hmm. on target, and they seem to be when your fullback has the most chances in a game. That's probably still not great, right? Where he, he had the most noticeable good chances, and that's fantastic for Elijah. I love him as a player. I honestly love would would love him to have a high goal tally. That would be fantastic for the season. But I don't think that generally you want him to be your highest scorer or have the best chances. Um, and that's where I just felt pretty frustrated the whole game, feeling like we're just not getting enough from whoever's forward at that point, whether it was Nikki, whether it was Corey, whether it was uh, Ben at the end. Uh, you're hoping Ben brings on some of the magic he brought on, you know, week one to maybe at least bring a draw out. You don't get, you just don't get it, and uh, you know you leave it flat. And luckily, the beer was great. The friends being there was fantastic. But that was the thing that I felt like was my win for the day. Everything else felt like it was just another week of hey, we should have points. We have no points, and that you know you're you're left empty. And so there's really nothing to say when you, you don't have anything. I don't know. This is so good. Hey, hey, hey this is great, dude. The couch defense is better than we've seen all season. Yeah. <laughs> that's great uh yeah no I, I i agree here's the thing though i mean we do look better than we did against yeah phoenix i mean the 4-1 was not at all what we were expecting right and so in this one possession was high um we finally brought it up so 50.8 I mean, possession is one of those things where it doesn't matter I, it, sometimes no. and actually most of the times you look at possession um, the people that do the most with their possession is what matters. Um, and sometimes those that do have less possession end up scoring more. Um, <clears throat> then you go and look at uh, the dual success rate. We actually did worse than uh, GV. Uh, aerial duels won. They did better. Uh, interceptions, they did better. We finally had one offside, which tells us, okay, finally we're at least trying to get that ball up there. And that was the damn lone goal mm-hmm. by uh, Corey Herzog that was called back. Right, he was um, corners. They beat us there as well, six to four. So still, those stats are not very good. So I don't like stats at this point. Um, is what, what I'm trying to get at. Uh, we did have, you know, some subs come in. We had uh, John Kelly can come on, just not this week. Not this week is what you're yeah, saying. Indeed, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sean is Sean here? I don't think Sean's no, here. He's not in the comments. Thank God. He's not in the comments yet. We had a seventy percent possession, and we we had. What was it? Point. We still only ended up with like 0.8 XG. I thought we'd have higher than that based on some of those chances. And again, when you're not laying the ball that thickly, or again, it's coming from a fullback, you're Mm -hmm. just you're you're not generating as much. So the stats do tell that story. They do say, hey, even if you felt like we were more in it, we just didn't. We weren't hungry enough in the possession that mattered, right? In the midfield. Hey, but at the end of the day, we did win over one stat, and that is yellow cards. We had three for their one. So uh, Colin Martin, Jack Metcalf, Jack Blake. Uh, amazingly getting uh, a yellow card. We are missing Stoneman, but I'm sure if Stoneman was there, he would have gotten a yellow as well, because that's what he does. Uh, Listen, at the end of the day, this was just... It was better. 
Yeah. Uh, it was just not, it was not what we were expecting against RGV. And it was a weird game in the sense that the ball just wouldn't go in the back of the net. And I think we struggled with that last season, right? Where you had Elijah Martin take a shot. Beautiful miss. Uh, it was just, oh, that, that should have gone in. And then you had Moshabani take another shot. Same thing, should have gone in. Their goalkeeper, man of the match. I mean, their goalkeeper was the man of the match. Uh, yeah. Actually, Gavin, do, how do you feel about that? I feel like, uh, you know, there were, there was, I think there were six shots in the box and three on target, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel that there wasn't the creativity needed in the box, you know? Like, there yeah. wasn't that that wizard in the box to to execute that, you know. Instead, of those shots on target being so on target, there wasn't that. I felt like they were lacking creativity. Is what I'm trying. To say. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Drew, how did you feel about uh, that goal? Actually, let's talk about that <laughs> because that was a defensive breakdown. Well, as Gavin said, he this guy who's just we watched for 15 years you know like in various levels in and out of teams that i've seen even at certain points and then he comes comes in somebody was saying i think while we were there it was, it was two balls so like vincente sanchez and we were like yeah he's like oh my god he's still playing we're like yeah he's on our team and he gave me hope oh, 46 yeah yeah <laughs> he comes through he came, he came in with the bald spot like the camera was on in the back of his head he walks in with he's the ball over there thinking like shit man like, I should probably you know, get in here. Like, yeah, that, you know, like, that's what Landon, Landon what, was like. What's going on? So, like, I don't know. For me, it was it was cool to see. You always you always love to see the story where a guy comes, you know, comes in and, and still makes it. Uh, you can play at that level or, or make yeah. a goal, you know, at any level at that age, which is awesome. And just to keep consistency and, and keep playing. So cool for him. But he was just totally unmarked. He, he found the space. He's savvy. He's a veteran. All you have to do is leave that guy five yards with a, you know, cross like that. He's going to be right there and, and that's what happened is there's no time for somebody even like muse who's got great reactions uh showed it again in this game a few times and, and good instincts generally uh but it's it's hard when you can't score on the other end you make it really tough on your keeper you make every mistake they make magnified times 10 and in that case his defense left this guy open nothing he can do there and totally unmarked i think it was charlie a bit um who, who was supposed to mark him in there it looked like but again you just don't know what their defensive setup is they did have four at the back for most of the early part of the game and it did seem like they shifted that possibly a little bit but um you know maybe it was just a miscommunication and, and again that's what cost us in phoenix was those miscommunications and but, let up for one second that happens but drew I, I i thought so i looked at it and i thought tv was supposed to cover him TV, TV was, was in front of him, and then Charlie's kind of behind him. So it's the question is who's uh, supposed to take the ball in? And maybe there was a thought of like Charlie thought, "Hey, TV's got this because he's so good. He's going to pick that ball out of the air." Maybe that was the thought, and so he didn't close in on it, or he was playing the ricochet or, or whatever. But it does look like there was almost kind of both of them looking there, like one of them was supposed to have it. I think. Yeah, right. but but if even if you were thinking that someone is going to take that ball. You yeah. still need to communicate. You got to cover the man, you know, you and to yeah. be vocal. I didn't hear yeah. any, I, you know, be vocal. I got it. I got it. Cover it, you know. And mm. my question is: Did that guy? I I can't remember who it is who played in the header. Did he come in as a sub or did he play the whole match? Because his legs look really fresh to be forty-one years old. He came in way later. He came okay, in. Okay, good, 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 good. Like I think. 
oh shoot, uh, like 60 something minute. I may have had my screen in boss mode when they walked by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, yeah, he came in way later. Um, so yeah, just with this, with this, uh, with this loss, San Diego falls to seventh in the Western <clears throat> Pacific. Um, RGV actually goes to first place in the Mountain Western Conference. Um, so they have two wins, no draws, no losses. We have two losses. Um, luckily, Las Vegas Lights has one loss, and they have a negative five goal differential, so we are not in eighth place um, because of Las Vegas Lights right now, but they are one game behind us. The only team in our division uh, that has played three, because this is week three technically, is Galaxy 2, um, and they are in second place with one win, one draw, one loss. Um, so we're going to be facing off against <sighs> Tacoma Defiance uh, coming up here on Thursday. And uh, let's jump into that real quick to get through that and then get to the cool stuff, which is the song, because I really want to play the song. Okay, so against Tacoma, they played uh, Galaxy 2 recently. They tied it 1-1 in the la literally the like the last moments of the game it was a 90 plus six uh, penalty that was called in the box. So <clears throat> Galaxy 2 scores a goal and they're winning the majority of the game in the 78th, to be fair. But Galaxy 2 is also coming off of a really big high, having beaten Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Was it five to zero? Yeah. It was a beatdown, and it was—it's what they, uh, yeah, the the essentially the two sides, right, for Los Angeles and LAFC at this point. So it is kind of more of a rivalry than it should be, I guess, behind the scenes. But uh, whatever you make of it, it, it seemed to be a beatdown by the Galaxy's uh, two team there, at least in the initial showing, and then they kind of came in, as you said, a little bit pompous and got kind of leveled there. And for any time our division splits points, it's good for us. So I enjoyed watching that. I was like, okay, good. Um, you know, and then you hope that they maybe are unsure next week and uh, coming up in this game, we can we can catch them and put the four down. And uh, the, the comments I think somebody did bring up, Nick did, was like thoughts on Landon's comments. And I think he was saying something to the, the degree of it needs to show this week. So, um, you know, yeah. what his comments were, were, hey, we're doing better. We did all the things we should do. Um, we just didn't create the chances, as as Gavin was saying, they weren't as creative as they should have been to create chances, essentially. And um, you know, that's the idea. So going forward, if they don't do that this week, then it's really all for not right. Then you have to make some severe changes to either what they're doing system wise or feel like, um, you know, you're going to rotate people in starting wise. Maybe you have a different starter than what you had before. So we'll see what yeah. we're doing here with the coma. I think that since it is just another week rotation game, you'll probably have a similar starting 11 with uh, hopefully Guido being a little bit more uh, rested from whatever his injury was, where he had to, you know, only come in the second half of the first game. So I'm guessing due to creativity's sake, he may still not be 100%, right? He may be still like 90% or 95 last week. And so hopefully he's just a little bit more open to do the things we know he can do when he can really pivot, turn, and, and kind of throw a ball in a direction that nobody sees coming. And that was, I just haven't seen that as much. We saw a little bit of it in Phoenix when he came on, but um, they were just doing such a good job of getting forward. It was really hard to see more, most of that. And last week, it just felt like they were bogged down, like a step behind a little bit on some of those challenges to I almost, ball forward. I almost feel, Drew, like there, there might still be some injuries that we're not fully aware of, <clears throat> maybe affecting us. Um, but as you're looking at this team, uh, you know, with Tacoma and Galaxy, I think I'm, I've said it multiple times, if there was a way for both of both the teams to lose that's what we wanted 
Yeah. Right. So a tie is good enough. I think for us, um, it helps us. Absolutely. But if you're looking at now Tacoma and facing them, they're a super young team, just like Galaxy 2 is. Uh, Tacoma Defiance is the feeder for <clears throat> Sounders. So they do have some talent. However, they're very, very young. So the one thing that I pointed out earlier and I was thinking about was if we lose to Tacoma Defiance, it's going to be because of the speed, because these kids are young mm -hmm. and they have much higher speed than we do. But if you're looking at some of the stats against Galaxy 2, uh, Defiance lost at possession. They lost at the dual success rate. They lost at the aerial duels one. They lost at interceptions. They lost at the offsides and they tied in corners. That was like, I mean, again, stats, stats are stats. We, they don't matter, but they also are very, very chippy bunch because they're young. And if you look at their heat map, like they're very much still in the game. They, they, they can push the ball forward very easily, but keep in mind, we have Trey Muse who was their goalkeeper. St Steven Cleveland is a very good goalkeeper for them, but is not quite uh, as good as Trey Muse. So that's an advantage already on, on top of what we have. But if you're looking at their young, young base, they, they're playing a 4-3-3. Um, and this is where it's going to be a breakdown. If we can somehow manage to pull these guys back and then get... I, I would play the exact starting 11, honestly, against these guys because that's basically... <clears throat> our group that you're going to have. I'd even throw Jordan Chavez in there, honestly. I kind of want to see him. Yeah. Uh, but Tacoma Defiance is a very young team that at this point, I think in a podcast, it, I think it was actually two balls on a the mic. They said we finally, we're going to have a team that we can use as a punching bag. Not is Tacoma Defiance. So it's going to be interesting. Gavin, did you did you look into this this team? Because right now, we're technically, because of our lineup, we're supposed to beat these guys. Like, well, I, I did not, but I can. You can write this down. You can graph it across the world. Pretty soon, loyal. It's going to be fueled by authentic sellout, and we'll be at the top of the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love the it. song hasn't come when, out yet. When this anthem happens, and yeah. you get that energy behind you, and oh man, come on, we got this. We just, you know, yes, love that. Uh, five goals this week. <laughs> five <laughs> goals. <laughs> We're gonna bust a, a, a Galaxy Two versus uh, Las Vegas and just five zero on Tacoma Defiance. Yeah. Welcome uh, to your. Well, yeah. Drew, how do you, how do you feel about this game right now? Because honestly, after these last two games, I'm there's still some iffiness, man. There's still some iffiness in my. Uh, yeah. They could come out and unload. You can score early. You score one or you know one goal early within the first 15, 20 minutes. That really changes the complexion. If you pile on, you get a second within 20 to 30. It feels like, again, you've got it pretty well in control. And I think that at this case, <clears throat> a team with veteran leadership with our kind of direction and structure should be able to see that out and at least maybe even pile on three to four goals at that point. So that's that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping they unload and they just come out hot and control a game a bunch again you know against a bunch of kids who haven't had a game controlled against them possibly by veterans before you want to just turn the screws so we'll see if that's the case or if you try and match them as you said pace for pace um and looking through the middle so we'll, we'll see what happens i'm i'm feeling confident but at the same time it's tough after the last couple of weeks uh especially on the road to feel like 
you always, you know, weird stuff can happen. It's a baseball field, uh, unless they're playing at the sports complex. I'm not sure. Sometimes they play at their sports complex. Sometimes they play at their so. baseball field in uh, Tacoma. So that's a weird dimensions, right? It's just not, not the same sometimes. And certain teams use that to their advantage, especially if they are a, a team, but it is smaller. So there's tie there's speed shouldn't count for as much, which is the nice part on a, on a baseball diamond. But again, weird diagonal runs that they're used to that other people aren't used to. <clears throat> When you're looking at stands and stuff, can play tricks with your eyes where you're thinking the players got, you know, 10 yards to the end line where actually they have, you know, uh, more or possibly and they can sneak in behind you. So stuff like that, that's interesting. But when we played them before, we we controlled it pretty good. It felt like last year uh, before the, the split up in Tacoma. I'm hoping for something like that, maybe a 2-1 kind of 3-1 uh, controlled victory. Uh you know, strong victory, but something that's not, uh, you know, I'd love to hit five, five, zero, let's go. But uh, after the last couple of weeks, I'd, I'd be more tenuous and say maybe like two, one, three, one, um, just like a nice controlled, smooth victory, Cadillac of a victory. Yeah, they're, going so they're playing at Cheney Stadium. Cheney Stadium? Cheney? Cheney? Yeah, so that's more of like a normal, yeah, Cheney, Cheney. I don't know, but that's, that's where they're playing. So again, to kind of bring it back, uh, Tacoma Defiance actually, yeah, had their first game. It, their first game of their season was against Galaxy 2 in a 1-1 tie. So they're going to be coming home for their first home match against San Diego Loyal Thursday, May 13th, 7 p.m. We're going to be talking about the watch party. We're going to be joining the Chavos de Loyal here shortly. Um, but uh, that I, th- I feel like that's it, man. Like, What else can we say about this team? It's <clears throat> weird because they, they – I mean, the – the players change, and so it's different. It's difficult to say what we're going to be facing. We should absolutely be beating Tacoma. Like that, yeah. I think everybody in our division just immediately assumes they're, they have to beat Tacoma. Gain points there, regardless. Yeah, and, and three points minimum, or three points, you know, maximum. Obviously, one point minimum, uh, regardless. But yeah, we should win this game, and that's that's the question: is do we win a game we should win, or is this team in a status where? The system is quote unquote working, but we're not winning games, in which case I would beg to differ. The system's not working if you're not winning games. So, <laughs> yeah, it's something, not. Something has to, yeah, something has to give, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't have both for sure. Um, we're not sure actually, Tate. Uh, Taylor said, will they have fans of Tacoma? We're not sure, uh, if that's happening. I don't know if there's <laughs> any of us that are going. So, I'm it's it's weird because so last season, our first season, we had our first win away. To Tacoma, and it almost feels like it, we're going to repeat it this this time around. Possibly. I mean, I'm hoping, you know, they do have a weird hill there that people can watch in from, so there will probably be their supporters there again. Yeah, uh, we are winning. No, it's funny because it's like they're like super far away. It's like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is Marissa from uh, Live on Social Now Productions. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> we're winning. No negativity. I like that. I like that. That's what we're going to take with us. Um, Abel said we should have been winning games, but unlucky. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. last I... week was unlucky. There was no luck. <laughs> yeah. First week, but... Yeah. I can agree with you on that one. No, um, it, the breaks. Yeah. Then the, those Elijah shots, you know, one goes a little bit, spins off the keeper's hand, totally different <laughs> game. Uh, if you get one of those and that's, that's where, again, last week felt pretty unlucky, but you have to turn it into something this week, but I'm 80, 88 minute Herzog goal. Afmir, I would take like a like eight minute Herzog goal. That's what I'm looking for. I want like a just punch him out the gate, yeah. kick it deep early, just put the ball put the ball in the box. And as Gavin was saying, have him be creative and, and create a goal 
Let's go. Then Let's park go. the bus. Yeah, <laughs> Mourinho style. Mourinho style. I totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing: is like San Diego Loyal has won just that way. Is come out hot, score goals in the first half, two, three behind them, and then defend, and then park the bus, and that's how we end up winning, and that's how we did it last season, and that's how we probably should be doing it now. However, we don't have the amazing talents of Rubio Rubin this season. He is with RSL scoring motherfucking bicycle kicks with RSL right now. So, um, you know, we can't really say that that's something that we're going to have here, but there you have it. Uh, Marissa said, oh, 2-1 with goals from Herzog and Metcalf. I love that, Metcalf. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a it's possible. So I like the redemption arc from week one. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, I do need a refill. Drew you played so- better this last week too. I would say Jack. So um, <laughs> I just to kind of point that out. You know, it's, we're we're talking positive. You need a refill. Okay. This dope go. Yeah, I need a refill. Um, do you want to uh, let's introduce these guys? Let's let's talk yeah, about let's talk about, um, about authentic authentic Finally, let's, let's get into this. Well, just how you guys came to make just sports watch music. me as I go get a beer. Make music in general. So, so the two of you, I guess, will will, will go Sulok since we've been talking a lot of footy here with Gavin. Um, you know, with the music side of things, in terms of starting and, and going from where you guys to, to now. Um, you know, it sounds like you've been in music for a long time in town, doing one thing or another, and, and then just being the fans. Uh, you know, Is somebody falling down. <laughs> That's a- Angie. Just got home. Yeah. So, sorry about the loud noise. Oh, they can, hear, they can hear you in the background. There, he, no, like you're good. Tickle, you're muted now. You tell me, yeah, you're good. Dude, look, give us a high, uh, give us a thumbs up when you're good to go, dude. Don't worry. Yeah, I just muted you, so you're good. No problem. Um, but yeah, you guys have been doing this for for a while. It sounds like, but the uh, the the music and the idea for the song itself sounds like it was uh, you got the upside down one. <laughs> you turn it upside down. You're opening it the right side up, though. I see what you did. I am. I am. It's it's like. No, okay. I don't know, dude. Stone did this weird thing. I don't know, whatever. Um, you know, they flipped our badge but, up down too, which I'm gonna. Mm, I'm gonna fuck. All right, we'll but yeah, the the band has been one of those things where, um, you know, it, it sounds like it's it's been a long time coming. But um, yeah, Gavin or Sula, I'll throw it out to either one of you guys. Um, what you know, what kind of uh, brought you to this? Uh, point in in your career and then also kind of maybe any sports kind of background in terms of fanship and, and stuff like that around town um well Sula, do you want to yeah i can answer that yeah because my story is a bit different from his i've only been around <laughs> for nine months in this band so i'll let him you know give the backstory of them and, and how i came in. Totally. so so what what exactly do you want to know yeah, the band. How did you how did you come to the this band? You know, in the first place, just kind of getting back in the band, and then kind of your sports background as well as uh, okay, uh, possibly how how you guys ended up in the song here, and then uh, kind of Gavin can kind of probably come in at that point and tell his story with the band as well. I guess. Uh, well, the band started in uh, two thousand six. Uh, it was formed for the means of just playing one gig, and that kind of evolved into hey, let's do another show, let's do another show. And then eventually, within a year, we were a full-time band. Um, and then fast forward, you know, almost 15 years later, here we are. Um, Gavin, he came into the the fold like last uh, what was July, it, last June, yeah, July, yeah, 
it was like uh, end of June, something like that, and <clears throat> brought that kind of energy and just ambition that we've been looking for in a drummer for so long, um, and just totally stoked on the music and came prepared his first rehearsal and. Uh, you know, I, I just went into action quickly because, you know, last year was kind of a shit show for everybody. We really didn't do too much. So I spearheaded, uh, yeah, yeah, I spearheaded a music video and, uh, it's called cemetery. I think he said that you guys, uh, checked it out already and yeah. that, yeah, that had a lot of great feedback and we've been entering that into film festivals and we've already won a couple awards for it, uh, for best music video and um you know we're, we're getting selected for more that are coming up and just excited about that um and a couple months ago gavin proposed to me uh that oh he, did you say yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm sorry <laughs> yes he, yes he proposed to me did he go to jared <laughs> sorry i was i was i was, I was being real uh, quick I, walked, I, I, I just walked in at the wrong time i'm sorry Jerry, oh, that's yeah. That that was comedy. I was like, "Where'd he go?" <laughs> At the pee, man. I drink too much beer. That's why. Yeah. He proposed the whole fact that that hey, you know, I walked I walked into the Loyals, you know, headquarters and pitched him on this whole idea of writing them an anthem theme song. What do you think? And I was all about it. I mean, my background is huge with soccer. I played soccer for ten years, from the age of like five up until you know fifteen, and. um then I got really heavily into music and, you know, kind of got out of the, the whole athletic thing. And um, here we are now. So it's uh, for me, it's a it's a big honor. And I, I really wanted to put my heart and soul into this song and really capture the essence of what the Loyals represent. So I went and combed the website, combed the Wikipedia page and just studied on the team so I could try to capture that lyrically and just write a brilliant song that uh, not just, you know, the team and the owners and, and the crew and the uh but the fans especially could really appreciate and relate to yeah it, it was a the backstory is a it's a bit more comedic because i'm a sales guy right and i spent most of my before i became a sales guy i was a touring musician full-time i'm talking san diego to moscow with you know ratsy right and many other bands right so i'm having to work for a living and uh, so I send my resume to San Diego Loyal to be one of the sales guys, right? They call me back and I'm like, yes. So I answer the phone. Hey, this is Weston. Weston, became, we've, we've become good friends since then. Hey, Weston. Instead of me getting, you know, my having anything to do with my resume, he ends up selling me season tickets. Or, you know. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> So we, we, we keep talking before I commit to, before yeah. I commit to anything. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go into the shop. I go into the shop and he's there and many other people and some people behind the glass, you know, Landon wasn't there, but other higher ups were. And uh, we started talking and I pitched the idea and next thing you know, we're drinking beer and I've already said we're going to do it before I even talk to the band. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what I love about all I'll, I'll yeah. make it work. But you just make is, an ex executive decision. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but the vibe is right, right? You meet these guys and, and you meet the people yeah. there. And they, they are just like, 
cool. They, yeah. they totally get it. And it, it, it you vibe instantly to where you're like, how can I help this? How can I be a part of this? And, and, and like, you just, yeah. And you go in with both feet. Like, you don't, you don't just like wade into the pool. You jump in. And that's what has been so awesome with this club is seeing people catch that vibe. And yeah, I could care less awesome. about drumming. I just want to play soccer. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so all of our bandmates, they start doing their thing. Uh, all right. All right. Primary writer. He's he lives up in Northern California, but he puts blood, sweat, and tears into it. Shuttle some things down via the interweb. You know how we do things now, and we wrote this song, and I couldn't be more proud of it. So I cannot wait to hear it. And uh, I will say that a lot of the lyrics were based on those two unfortunate incidents we had last season. Remember? And uh, it's a it's an homage to you know we're in this together, and we're not gonna. Anyone who wants to be in our circle can be in our circle, but understand that we're all inclusive, you know. And yeah, that's it. I just can't wait for you guys to hear. Yeah. Nice. No, I love that. Um, so, 15 years with the band. Um, I, I'm interested before we get into the song itself. Like, what are some accomplish accomplishments that you? <clears throat> Are very proud of this band. Gotta, like, like, drop some names, man. I want to. I want to. I want to hear you just go and drop <laughs> a big thing on it. You guys, you guys have accomplished in the past fifteen years. Uh, well, just as recent as twenty eighteen, we took home a San Diego Music Award for best uh, indie alternative band of the year. Nice. So that was a huge accomplishment. Yeah, sorry, I have to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's not the first time on a podcast someone has done that. <laughs> For me, at least. Was well, that um, a foghorn or a fart? <laughs> do it again. Oh. <laughs> I have this one too. Right? Colin, if it comes out like that. It, this is my this is my favorite right here. Watch. I hate Phoenix. Did you yeah, hear that? Drop. I hate Phoenix. I hate Phoenix. <laughs> so, so a musical work go ahead uh let's see we've played with the misfits on their 30th anniversary tour to a sold out show at house of blues that was pretty oh, rad sure. nice. uh we've opened up for pretty much all my punk rock heroes and so many big bands i mean the list just is pretty much endless in the, in the 15 years we've been doing this um one of the most unique and probably my favorite personal show that we played is um, we played this uh, post-apocalyptic Mad Max themed festival called Wasteland Weekend. And we got the opportunity to shoot a really amazing music video uh, for our song called Radiate. And you can also check that out on our YouTube channel as well. Um, and that, that, I mean, that got a lot of views and, and people really loved that. And you know, a lot of people haven't heard of Wasteland Weekend, so they were just like, oh, my God, how did you film that? It looks like you guys are on the set of the movie The Road Warrior or Mad Max Fury Road or something. That's amazing. And, I mean, just the production value there is insane. Talk about, like, cosplaying. These guys take it to a whole nother level. And uh, we were privileged to have been able to do that. Um, and, and it was pretty cool. We all we had a fill-in drummer at the time. Um and his name's John Stewart. And uh, John Stewart, he was the drummer for Fishbone for almost 20 years. So I was oh, pretty stoked to, yeah, to have him uh, in a, on that show. You know, it's funny because I was going through the list of, of drummers. And the, and the first drummer that I called was him. And 
He's just like, I don't care what anyone else says. I want that gig. I love Mad Max, and I I know that festival. So to have someone like him that's a, that accomplished to, to be so excited about playing the show, uh, that meant a lot. So, um, yeah, those are just a few of the achievements that we've had in the past, and you know, I'm I'm stoked to see uh, what Gavin now can bring to the table. He's already brought this, and and this is very exciting. Here we are on the uh, Loyal's podcast. <laughs> you know? No, well, it, it, seriously, thank you guys. And, and the reason that I wanted you to do that is to, to show people because I know your history and I already looked it up, but I'd rather mm -hmm. have our listeners actually listen to it from you guys, from your mouth and, and you guys be able to say, hey, look, we've been around for a long time. If you hadn't heard about us, like stop living under a rock, uh, go out and support local music because Authentic Sellout is definitely one of those bands that has been around and has been producing amazing music. And I don't know, guys, I mean, are you guys ready to play this thing? I, I feel like, Oh, so what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll meet you guys so that we can all listen to it and enjoy it. Um, and then anybody that's listening right now, we have a few people actually here live with us. Make sure that you comment, let us know how you feel about it, how, what you think. Um, but this is now, I think, is it available yet guys? It's not available just yet. Uh, I submitted. Oh, world premiere. Here this is go. the world premiere. <laughs> I wanted to, to save the, the release until, uh, you know, after we, we did this podcast to give you guys get the grand unveiling. I love that. Now, let's go. I'm just feeling, refilling my cup here real quick. Sorry. If uh, I air drum, I apologize. It happens. No, <laughs> I, I might do it already, and I've listened to it a bunch of times, just to be fair. I'll do it. I'll just have terrible rhythm. So don't don't mind me. All right. So it, this is the screen's gonna stay the same, but uh, you're gonna hear the music. Hopefully, if I, if I do this right. So here we go. The uh, world premiere of oh, sorry about that, Gavin. I'm taking you out here. Um, the world premiere of Loyal We Are by Authentic Sellout. Here it is.
And that was Loyal We Are by Authentic Sellout. As you can see, gentlemen, from uh, the comments, everybody loves this song. Look at this. That's a lot of fire. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I was going to take one of these scarves, but I was afraid I might break Tony Gwynn and then start swinging it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys thank you oh, thank you go. look at this everybody's loving it right now man sounds Dude. like they want to hear the song at the games <laughs> hell yes oh yeah let's happen. make this happen oh by the way so i got a message from somebody in the office with uh the horns and with a fire uh emoji so the the Officially, you're getting some love from some people in the office. So there you go. Nice. No, I love Thank it. You guys. Yeah, I was hoping when I pitched the song that we bring a lot of. I I used to when I was on tour, I'd go to a lot of matches in Europe. I'm talking from Champions League down to oh, I got to go to my job in the morning. From England to Germany and Scotland, all over. So I was trying to bring that energy, that old firm Rangers Celtic passion you know mm-hmm. i wanted us to have that chanty like in all of us behind the net and in the stadium just firing that team up you know what i mean yeah you okay. know minus the three fights but get that passion going <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like yes no that that's absolutely what we wanted to accomplish so this song i think does it so when does this song release? When can we purchase this? When is this going to be out so we can actually listen to it? When are you guys going to have it out? Obviously, everybody here loves it. So when do we actually get the, the good quality output from all of our digital? Uh, it should be out uh, next week. I submitted it uh, to all the digital platforms last week uh, with an immediate release. So it's under review right now and I can't wait to uh, start promoting it and everyone, you know, to start adding it to their playlists and, and listening to it. I'm, yeah, I'm well, actually, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, go and follow yeah. Authentic Sellout right now. They'll let you know on their social media. When you it. And when you can get it, so that you make sure that you have it. Uh, Sulo, I'm going to mute you for a um, Whenever you guys uh, release it, it's going to be on Authentic Sellout's uh, social media. So make sure that you follow them. And uh, make sure you go support the band because they are yeah. local. They're very much San Diego. And uh, I mean, you guys heard it. That was that was really freaking good. I'm uh, still going through this week. I think Friday. So Weston was uh, t- took a little vacation, but I'm going to head down to the office this week. And I printed out the lyric sheet and everything else. Just actually, Sula made a really nice lyric sheet with the Loyal's logo and everything. So I'm going to present packages to them just because they haven't really heard it yet. Weston hasn't even heard it. So I'm going to go there and kind of like getting a gift basket at the Grammys, but it's just a, it's just just a sheet of paper and uh, the song that we made for them, you know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. No, um, look at this comment right here. Authentic seller is better than Diplo. So Diplo is one of the owners of Phoenix Rising, just so you know. And that's why that's why he's saying this. Uh, that's too good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah they have to um, import the musicians. We got them. We got them here making. Uh, we got them here. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, that's and if uh, and everybody, uh, if people want to hear the song on the the radio, it's going to be played on ninety one X this upcoming Sunday night. 
So just uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we'll keep you updated what time we're going to be on talking about the song and and debuting it on the radio. So you're at uh, Gavin and Sulo is what for Instagram? I know you guys are on there. Is is it just authentic sellout? Yes. Uh, no, no money sign on the S, right? It's just yeah, just with our regular S. For everybody that is here, it's at authentic sellout. A U T H E N T I. You want to spell authentic sellout? Come on. Sellout is one word. Sellout is one word. Yes, go and follow them. Uh, oh yeah, the guitar was most impressive. Yeah, and that guy's like has hella tattoos and he's super sexy too. That guy. Let's see, Gavin and Sulo, you you've got to get in discourse so you can get away uh, get way too deep in the combo each week. Yeah, no, you should. So I think uh, so. Gavin is a member. Sulo, we're gonna convince him he's gonna be on there too. I'll be. Um, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, and and we'll we'll have them join our Discord so they can uh, join in and uh, we can make this the uh, you know the battle cry for the locals. I, I think this is a, a fantastic song to do that on. So uh, not seeing it on Twitter. Are you guys on Twitter? No. What's on Twitter? Yeah, what's Twitter? <laughs> music doesn't. It's just words. There's no music on Twitter. Yes, and they're not on Twitter. It's on Instagram, bro. Come yeah. on. All right. <laughs> um, no, but th th a lot of people are giving you guys love right now, so that's awesome. Um, appreciate, yeah. it. We appreciate. It. No, uh, and to kind of go back on this song, I mean, like I can totally get it from. I, I hear it, Gavin. Like what you were trying to accomplish, and Gavin, you're very much a uh, European soccer supporter. You want to kind of tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, I started touring professionally. Uh, what are you doing? Really, hold on, hold on. Drew, are you moving the cameras? What are you doing? No, I, was I was flipping. I was moving Gavin up. You were having a conversation with Gavin. I'm saying no, dude, <laughs> out, dude. You're confusing me. Okay, go ahead. All right, yeah, go. So, so I started touring professionally uh, many years ago. I joined this band that did really well called Red Lotus, right? <laughs> MySpace, totally. Um, yes, go follow them on their um, on their blog uh, on uh, their Zanga. There's Zanga. Download them on Napster and LimeWire right now. Thank you. Exactly. So um, I was in this band, and uh, we got we had this uh, Viacom deal going on, and was doing well. So our first tour was with this band called Living Color. Right? They were big in the '80s. It took us to Europe, and uh, I was always into following Demarcus Beasley and a couple of Americans who made it over there. You know. Before, uh, that's how I became a city supporter. Legend of Marcus Beasley, by the way. Yes, yes, yes. So every night, of course, we're with our German tour manager and our German driver, and we're all over Europe. And every night, they're following their teams. And I'm like, it's so different than what they portray it as in America, right? So we start on our off nights going to whatever matches we could go to and, you know, I was living over there for six months of the year for 10 years just because I was touring there so much. And I've shown you photos of me, and, you know, on the front of the Manchester Times in front of the Etihad Stadium, you know, being a dork and being all stoked because I got to see Sergio Aguero. <laughs> and uh, it's just been a part of my life. And my kid plays on a club locally and he's on a 
developmental academy and the U.S. Uh, soccer developmental academy. So soccer, it's a big thing for us, for my entire family. You know, my kids and I were passionate about it. And like I said, I would rather play soccer than music at this point, but I'm too old to go backwards. You know, one of the things uh, for me and I think for for us as the locals, too, is we've been a big uh, part of like growing what we view as American soccer. And I think what we want to do yeah. is eventually make it to where our kids because I have two boys and, and we want to make <clears> it to where they can just walk into a culture. Right. Like in Europe yeah. and Gavin, you experienced it. In Europe, you have a culture that's been there for hundreds of years that you can literally just walk into and it's there. Like the clubs for their city, they live for that club. Yeah. Right? You have clubs uh, that are like like Portsmouth, where like only that city follows yeah. and is so in love with that that club. And San Diego, we're lucky to be a bigger city where people see it as like a tourist destination, but San Diego is not really a tourist destination if you look into it what for what san diego is san diego yeah. is very much the barrios in logan the city heights yeah. we are not what you're used to seeing in like la jolla like yes that's where the money is but if you look at what san diego encompasses it is the working class it is punk it is it is rock it is what we as yeah, it's a port city. I mean, it's it's all types, right? Like I said, we brought in different ideas, people, you know, cultures over the years, and mixed them. You know, which is yeah. part of the fun. It's a beauty. You you know what I love about Loyal is they remind me of. I have a German side too that I support heavily. I dig deep into them. Saint Pauli. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Saint Pauli second division. But you know what? Those guys and the supporters of Saint Pauli they stand for everything I do and stand for everything loyal does when it comes to inclusiveness and not tolerating this or that or any of that bad behavior that that you know that you see on the news you know and san diego to me is my saint Pauli, and that's what the loyal are to me they're my saint Pauli, and i'm that one until the wheels fall off you know yeah no absolutely and i think that's the way that we're approaching this as well um so you know, from, from the supporters end of things, like, I think that it's very important to give the supporters some sort of ownership. And I think that's what St. Pauli has. Um, the punk rock aspect of what St. Pauli does is so amazing. And, and it's so punk rock that we want to bring some of that to San Diego because San Diego is not, you know, what you're used to seeing, what, what the outside world sees is beach surfers but that's not us that's not all of us you know and i want to make sure that as supporters of this team and here's the funny part like you're looking at soccer culture in general like soccer is very different to other sports right like where <clears throat> you don't quite look at football baseball the same way as you do it Soccer supporters are 100% different. And so for us in the locals, it's important to have people like you guys, like Gavin and Sulo and the rest of you guys in Atenatella that want to make a song because you feel passionate about it. You want to represent your, your city. You want to represent your club. And you want to represent a sport that allows that to happen. Um, and with a song like 
loyal we are, I feel like that's what we're accomplishing. So whether you guys understood this or not, like I want to let you guys know that this is a big, big step forward for us as supporters to have you guys who are our representatives out there creating music like this that can make us feel like we're a part of something. So it's a big, big thing. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure that you guys understand that a hundred percent, but seriously, like it's, it's so amazing. So it's a culture. Soccer is a culture. No, it's not a sport. It's not an activity. No. We have the longest season and then we have to play for national teams, Scotland, uh, you have to play for yeah. national teams. You have to uh, play, do international break during the season. I mean, it's a year-long thing, and people spend their entire lives following not just their team, but their nation team and their players. It's amazing. And uh, I wake up at 4.30 on the weekends to watch. I don't even care if it's early. I watch, you know. By the way, if you guys ever need a, uh, you know, background people for your video for Loyal We Are, we're we're down. We were actually going to talk to them about coming. Yeah, that's one thing we definitely wanted to uh, to do next with this song is make a video out of it, use footage of the team playing, and feature some of the players, feature you guys. You know, as as in YouTube. Uh yeah no we're we're we'll get a video for this yeah here's the thing like it can become a thing it can become like an our actual song that we are all wowing in the stadium that's uh, the plan that's yeah. what's gonna happen so there you have it um yeah no, no, I'm I'm excited to have you guys on board and for this we're we're gonna keep going with uh oh shoot oh here we go. Uh, we have we have a couple of things that we have to hit before we uh, call it quits for tonight. Um, main things being watch party. We're going to be joining the travels, Drew. Coming up, <laughs> we're playing against uh, Tacoma. Taco. Ma. Taco. Taco. Ma. I, I hate them because they have the word taco in their name. But yeah, like, it's like Yo Yo Ma, but Taco Ma. It's Taco Ma. The- <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> The um, no Takoma, uh, we're gonna be with our friends from Chavos at Home and Away in Old Town. Parking can be somewhat of not awesome in that part of town generally, uh, but it's a great venue. It's got an outdoor patio. It's where we're gonna be setting up. We'll have Match Day Live. We'll be there with Jordan and and that other guy from the radio, Darren. Uh, they'll be the Darren. Great question, Darren Smith. The best. Darren uh, he know he knows Darren I love him. Jordan. Uh, the no, those two guys. Uh, they'll be there as long as uh, uh, you guys want to be on camera behind them. I guess that'll be a thing that's happening. They told us to to make a scene, but uh, Chavos. This is where they've decided they want to watch a lot of their matches. It sounds like, or or at least initially hang out, and uh, they invited us there, which is really nice of them to uh to invite us we invited them to the second chance last week they came up and in, in force and we had a, a drum party up there and we're gonna go down there and do the similar thing and i'm looking forward to it man it's a thursday yeah. so again thursday's parking you know probably gonna want to if you can at, <clears throat> if, you're, if you got that flexibility these days maybe get there around four or five ish just to kind of uh, slide in a little earlier but six ish is when officially um you know we'll be more present but uh, obviously everybody will be there when oh, they get there. there and now you've got you the go. baddest drummer in the city on your team Dang, yeah. Hey. Oh, uh, Jerry and I keep looking at it. We keep being like, 
They keep trying to hand me drumsticks, Gavin. I'm like, you don't understand. I can do melody. I cannot do rhythm. I can see you clapping on the one and the three. That's why I can't even look at you. I'm. I can sing. I'm a. I'm a choir boy. I can do. I can do trumpet. Believe it or not, but I can. Mm -hmm. I can play certain things. But I'm just not a drummer. So, so we need people who can uh, drum proficiently. We got some of the best here now uh, with us, which is thanks, man. Drew, meet to mouth, bro. Can I explain it? Sure, you should. Okay. So there's this thing on our show called Meet to Mouth uh, that they like to bring up from time to time, and it's a now meme and uh, GIF uh, that's that's exploded out of this. But the idea is that you know when you have good street tacos or you have just meat, there's a proximity. Even if you have like let's say a um, uh, halal meat, some like a good kebab shop, which has kind of exploded here recently in town, you know, you can go there. The the half life on that is not as good. You have it a half hour later. It's just True. not as good as if you eat it right away. So the meat going right to the mouth. Yeah, but you you're not going to Google that because okay. you're going to end up on. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it though. Meat proximity to mouth. Like you get too technical, so you just meet to mouth. <laughs> okay. okay. That's where we get. Whatever your proclivities are, that's cool with me. <laughs> hey man. No one's judging you. No, the, the the whole point is that you're having uh you know your tacos have to be fresh yeah. out, out the grill, right onto the tortilla and into your mouth. And the taste comes from that experience, not just you know, transport. If you took that in a bubble and put it somewhere, it's not gonna be the same as that specific corn or that shop or that kitchen. Hey, I, I just, I'm just into your mouth. So we're 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 live. And we do this podcast. Zulu, what is business is going on over in your background, bro? Dexter is at his house there. Uh, I have a small place. Someone said it's No, but we 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 had to call you out. But thank you for joining us, you guys. Like, it's, yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. We appreciate you guys. It's been a blast. Um, the song, the song is fantastic. It gives me shades okay. of like I see BVB. I see you know I see these these like, big stadiums like just like rocking. You know, like that that kind of idea. And well, we'll, we'll we'll take our seven grand there or so at uh, at USD, and and you know this will be our our jam. Seriously, that was the pitch, and we moved forward with it. So, so we're probably going to close this off here uh, shortly. But just so you guys know, we do hang out after hours. If you guys are willing to hang out, you can. If you don't want to, that's totally okay if you can't. Hey, they say um, spin it again. Spin it again. Oh, we might do that after hours. Um, okay. So... <clears throat> The thing is that we hang out after hours on our live. The podcast itself will be audio and will be released uh, as is. But once the uh, outro goes on, we hang out and we, we talk some shit. So <laughs> this is one of those things where like we're. A, hey, we're, we're supporters group, so we can we can cuss. It doesn't matter. Our bad religion. Oh, dang. I like that. Amir. Nice. Look at authentic sellout already getting dude. What's up? That's that's nice. Are those what what do you what is this? Oh Sulo. Oh. So <laughs> nice. There's so much more refresh. <laughs> those power tools. Yeah, it sounds like someone's laying out plastic. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're you're uh to be fair, Sulo's mic is amazing. 
and picks up <laughs> everything. Yeah. So, there you have it. Got to have that voice. You got to pick it up. That's All right. right. Let's, let's, let's close this up, guys. Uh, Silo, yeah. anything, anything that you want to say to our listeners right now before we, we get going? I just want to thank you guys for all the positive response uh, with all the comments. Glad you guys like the song. We put a lot of uh, thought and time and energy into writing something that you guys could all connect with and cherish as an anthem for the loyals. Nice. Love it. Gavin. Um, what can I say that hadn't been said already? Uh, you guys be good to each other. See you on the pitch. Yeah. That's right. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We're going to hang out for a little bit afterwards. If you're listening on audio, that's it for us. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you all. Have a great night, and we'll see you very, very soon. Spin the track on the way out, Jerry. Spin the track on the way out. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Thank you guys for listening for the Loyal Locals podcast. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.